Well, hello there, Mean Boys listeners. Thank you for tuning in. Hey, everybody. Uh, this week, we have uh, the wonderful Ed Larson joining us in the studio. Yeah, this is a real fun fucking episode. Yeah, we worked with Ed on the uh, Historical Roast Show. It's coming out next year. Uh, we fell in love with a guy. He came to my bedroom, and uh, we called him fat for like 90 minutes. Yeah. And, uh Boy, are you, where are you guys in for a treat? Ed is fantastic. You can follow him online and uh, listen to all his podcasts. The links for those will be in the show notes, as always. Uh, we are uh, getting ready to uh, to do Snark Week pretty soon. That's right. coming up. December 3rd through 9th. God help us all, Snark Week returns. Tweet us any any guests you want to come on, anything you want to see or hear. Uh, we're going to be playing the Monopoly game. we got some other fun stuff planned. Maybe do some with some of those D&D sheets that people sent us. Uh, yeah, so let us know what you want to see out of your Snark Week, because you guys paid for it. And, uh, yeah, Keith's, uh, Keith's mother will be uh, getting interviewed in December, uh, and that episode's coming out Christmas Day. Yeah, uh, and I've, I've vaguely talked to my mom about this. I'm uh, going to work on plans, and I'm up there on Thanksgiving visiting her, and we're going we're gonna to make this thing real. Yep, and uh, th- that's going to be pretty uh, That's going to be pretty fantastic. Yeah. There's a thread over in the Reddit. Uh, our mean boys, if you'd like to ask any questions for Keith's mom, we'll yeah. be pulling all the questions from the Reddit. So and if go. anyone wanted to ask my mom a question that is not related, though, are you going to fuck Tom? That would be amazing. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that, you know, mix it up. I think yeah. Uh, yeah, any sort of Tom fuckery or dog bangery has probably been covered by your <laughs> peers so far. So yeah, it has been extensively if, canvassed. You know, if you want to ask her if she likes hibiscus or something, I there mean, there's, there's plenty of other avenues to explore. But yeah, well, if like you want... getting hibiscus. Mm, yeah. my, uh, my mom sent me one of the best texts ever that I think you guys would enjoy because uh, it's my birthday today and she always texts me right before my birthday to remind me that I took 36 hours to be born and ruined her life. Yeah. And she's like, I gave birth to you with no drugs and that's probably why I did so many later on. Well, I, I mean, the fact that it took 36 hours, no wonder she went on to have 10 abortions. Yeah, exactly. I'd be like, oh, no more of this. Yeah, I mean, after after one 36-hour... She saved herself 360 hours and... of shitting out C-minus babies. Yeah. <laughs> 360 hours that's like that's like every episode of west wing that's nuts yeah you could you could beat skyrim yeah <laughs> taken her to dlc included <laughs> so yeah that's coming up uh and uh leave us an itunes review in the meantime just for fun we'll figure out what the next big goal is uh we gotta we gotta do some brainstorming there we have some ideas uh including but not limiting to getting gay married and then later uh shortly after gay annulled <laughs> Uh, so, uh, <laughs> gay annulled. Uh, the best kind of annulled. <laughs> it's actually pronounced annulled. There it is. Yeah, the two gay. Two, you hear about those gay, that gay couple that got married? They, they just got it annulled. Gay divorce. You know, AIDS. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, Sadie Deathflower writes Spaceship five stars. A spaceship landed on the water. Don't know what you're getting at there, but thanks for the review. That seems like some Tom bullshit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, fucking sure. Why not? Uh, the, so anyway, that's that's the iTunes uh, business. We are we're going to be uh, re- rescheduling all our tour dates for uh for next spring, late winter, early spring. So you know, late February, early March is the uh, the time frame we're looking to get back out there on the damn road. Yeah. So uh, go fill out that tour sheet. That is uh, as always linked in the uh, the show notes of the uh, the program or uh, everywhere online. Uh, for, uh, and, you know, near all your Mean Boys related platforms that you you've come to know and love. Uh, you can pop over on the Discord channel, moderated by uh, our dear friend Alexis, uh, Death to the Filth. Uh, you know, I think maybe she's promoted some other people to mods. You can go talk about... They just talk about their day, you know? It is a shockingly active community. Yeah, out there. And not just, like, 
creepy weird shit. Like, there's actually some very thoughtful discussions. Yeah, you guys are just talking about how to drive your truck through the snow or whatever. You know, it's cool. Yeah. And uh, from from my pre- preliminary scanning, I can't read too much or I get you know self conscious. But uh, it doesn't seem like anyone's making bombs yet, so that's great news. Yeah, no Nazis, no no weapons. Yeah, no Nazis, no explosives. That's Everything really the else? only rules of the Mean Boys fan base. Yeah, no Nazi shit and no <laughs> no buying a lot of fertilizer. Yeah, no Nazi shit and no violent terrorism. We're looking at you, Big Meek. <laughs> Kidding. Uh, so that's going on. Um, and uh, as always, uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram for uh, for more Mean Boys shit in your life. And uh, give us a little subscription over on YouTube. Click a few buttons. Put a smile on our face. Legitimize us so that we can do bigger, dumber things. Yeah. And uh, other than that, I think all you got to do... Oh, yeah, by the way, uh, fucking Patreon awards have been sent. Yeah. I mailed the uh, the patches last week, the stickers. I've just gotten the email that they are in today, so I'm going to go pick them up, pack those up, and get those sent over to you. So uh, be on the lookout for those. Oh, and real quick shout-out uh, to Dark Homunculus, who sent me a birthday card. That was very sweet. It was also a uh, birthday card with a dog on it and had a lot of the kind of puns you'd expect. Oh, wow. That's so nice. thanks slash fuck you, bro. What a great guy. Yeah. Good. Keep up the good work, Dark Homunculus. <laughs> So, yeah, and then uh, the uh, $25 boxes are also being made up to send out uh, as soon as possible. And this month, uh, I don't know, we might make lighters, we might make slap bracelets. I haven't really figured it out yet, but yeah. we're working on it. I'm doing some research. And uh, we're getting caught up on everything. Thank you guys for bearing with us. And uh, without any further ado, enjoy this week's episode with the lovely Ed Larson. Hey everybody, welcome to the Mean Boys Podcast. I'm Connor McSpadden. I'm Keith Carey. And I'm... Bigfoot if he was on his way to the gym. Oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah. That, that really is your vibe, is New Year's resolution Bigfoot. Yeah, it's a bold outfit choice, because you just look like a 2003 rapper. It's kind yeah. of... You look like a gigantopithecus that was like, I got a Vitamix. It's working out great. This is my pretending is to it? be on vacation outfit. Okay, I like what it. What is a gigantopithecus? You look like you're like rewarding yourself with a beach day after murdering your wife in some, some part of the Eastern Bloc that's still largely unincorporated or regulated by law enforcement. Russia <laughs> wife murder self. The Russia version of a beach is just you like sitting on a dump with an umbrella. Well, the, the thing is like Adidas track pants and beard and long hair equal fucking Crime. off the books prostitutes <laughs> beheaded in the trunk. Yeah, you, always... you are running illegitimate donkey fights in a yeah. warehouse in the valley somewhere. Oh, man. Nothing like a good kick to the head. I like- <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Now I feel... Did we come on a bit strong? <laughs> sorry, buddy. No, it's a donkey fight. A donkey yeah, yeah fight no, I got it. Yeah, yeah. No, you no, look no, like no. we did a show at a makeshift, uh, makeshift uh, strip club in the Valley years ago. It's a story we've told a bunch of times. But uh, every guy in there looked like you. It was oh. the, You had the same aesthetic. I do try and like make myself really scary looking so I never have to fight again. Oh, okay. <laughs> that makes sense. You're like a, like one of them puffer fishes. Nobody fucks with me. It's You're because like I could fuck. I could I could be doing CrossFit and running four forties and just getting yoked, or yeah. I could just give off that wild card energy <laughs> that says this guy keeps a tire iron duct taped to his shin underneath his pant legs. I do yeah, cover my house alone. in weapons. Yeah, and for the listening audience. <laughs> 
No, is, is that a safety thing, a man-child thing, or just, just a matter of convenience? Yeah, good. yeah. I got this kitty clumper I got when I was in Africa. I'm it's sorry, a, a what? A, a kitty, kitty clumper? clumper? It's a Zulu hunting stick. It's made out of pure <laughs> ebony, and it's got a and ball it, on the I, end And of it's it. not kitty used clumper, to pick up poop? Like, yeah, a I kitty clumper sure. sounds like it's, it's a baseball bat with like a nail through it that you use to kill cats in the neighborhood. Kind of like that. It's got a ball. Kitty clumper. Ball, kitty, no, kitty clumper is an autistic Bond girl. <laughs> Hi, I'm Titty Clumper. Chocolate milk, shook up, not normal. <laughs> Bosco, not oval thing. You want to bang now, Mr. Spy? <laughs> so you have a kitty clumper. It's a big yeah. ebony, like, fuck you up, like, stick. Yeah, it's got a little ball on the end of it with a spike on the end of the ball, and it's made of, like, a lion's chasing you down. You just slap it in the temple, and it dies. You know that day-to-day problem. <laughs> Right. Good thing you have one of those. I mean, like, if I saw a shoehorn in someone's house, I'd be like, where do you get off? But a kitty clumper, you're like, well, if I'm if I'm headed to the Rock and Roll Ralphs and all of a sudden the ocelot starts to attack me. <laughs> That's a pretty optimistic sales pitch for the kitty clumper. A fucking lion's coming at you. Don't worry, bro. You hit him one time in the head, he's done. Like, no, here's what happens. You swing that thing. You thunk it against the lion. He's like, oh, now I'm going to murder you twice. Now the lion is pissed. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. No, you got to be strong. Well, yeah, this is what we, we discovered Ed uh, worked with. With us, uh, we worked with Ed rather on the fucking uh, the historical roast show that's coming out on Netflix next year, mm-hmm. and uh, with the, something would happen to Ed around midnight, yeah. where all inhibitions would would just be dissolved, well, and you would just like, just get the fuck out of their attitude. Exactly, yeah, and you would just. <laughs> but every pitch got insane and brilliant. You would just you would just pitch from like that pure Egyptian part of your soul that they thought left your body at night, like. There was, <laughs> There was a very deep, like, like African purity to what you were saying. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you fucking said, and, uh, and I quote a few days ago, oh, yeah, you can hit a goat with a hammer. And that, <laughs> <laughs> we're just talking about, like, goats eating trash. It was for a joke we were working on. He's like, yeah, everyone knows goats eat trash. He goes, oh, yeah, you can hit a goat with a hammer. And you said it with the confidence of a man who has tested this theory. Like, you, you're like, I can use this to clump goats as well. <laughs> The backstory, the backstory I had for this is that the one I created in my mind is that you went to stay at your grandfather's farm as a boy, and you got a little rambunctious and accidentally hurt one of the goats, but you were like seven, and they didn't want to make you feel bad, and you're like, oh, don't do it again, but it's fine. I mean, it's yeah. a goat. You can as the goat is just aggressively dead. Yeah. And then they're just twitching. For some reason in my head, Ed is seven years old, but still looks exactly the same as he looks now. Yeah, no, Ed is the, Ed is but like, wearing seven-year-old size clothes. Just like a shirt you, up to your nipples, a hat with a propeller on it. Yeah, just like you A re- bloody hammer in your like you resized a photo of him and just made him short and tiny. So he's got the same dimensions, but he's just wearing, you know, like kid clothes. I really would be terrifying if I got on a public bus with a hat with a propeller on it. <laughs> it would be. You're just like staring into the eyes of one person on the bus and you just keep flicking the propeller. That's the, the new viral video. Eight hours of walking as a whimsical Hagrid in Los Angeles. Dear God, it's Tweedledoom. <laughs> Oh, my God. Where did he get those parachute pants? This guy's a menace. Uh, hey, anyone uh, selling a bag of glass? Cheers <laughs> <laughs> very loudly trying to buy meth. Oh, not, not meth, just loose glass. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to give myself kung fu training and make my feet strong so I can kick through boards. Jesus Christ. That is how it goes. Yeah, this is also a self-taught karate kind of a look a little bit. <laughs> This is some guy who's like, well, I I feel like you can master the crane kick. Just 
through YouTube videos exclusively. <laughs> Man, I've been watching a lot of like Russian like you know, videos, like with you know now now this in Russia. Yeah, and it, this is how they oh, dress. Yeah. And I think I get most of my style from that, just because like you, exactly what you said. Just not don't fuck with me attitude. Yeah, but like I'm also extremely comfortable at all times. Yeah, uh, it I mean, has, it, I'm very <laughs> jealous. I wish I had the confidence it, to pull off. The, the thing sweat. is, you don't look bad. You have this kind of pragmatic gutter swag. <laughs> That permeates your your whole essence. You look wise and violent. If you, you know what I mean. Spend yeah. a lot of money on one article of clothing. You can the rest of it can be trash. Yeah, like, <laughs> no, that makes a ton of sense. You just look like a guy that hangs out in the corner of a very sketchy nightclub and can help you with a very specific, very dangerous problem. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're the like, line of defense when the bouncer fails. Oh. Exactly. You're like, oh, you need to have her fingerprints removed without her knowing. Well, <laughs> talk to Lie Gloves Eddie. <laughs> Try chewing them off. <laughs> it's like a little piece of jerky Ain't nothing Christ. You just nibble the finger during sex You get carried away You only gotta pull that off ten more times Bada bing bada boom You black bag You take her to the red room Over in uh, fucking Ukraine Man I used to run a show in Coney Island And those fuckers were scary Oh yeah, I believe you know, it Yeah, I had a freak show uh, that I used to do I imagine Coney Island is just the dark carnival The juggalos have been describing But you know like, oh, Mixed with Russians. a Bruce Springsteen song okay, yeah, yeah. Russians and Chinese Coney Island, yeah, it's a bizarre place. I went there uh, a couple times ago when I was in New York with my uh, my girlfriend at the time. And we were like, oh, it'll be fun. And it was like October, so it was like yeah. not Coney Island-ass season. Mm-hmm. And we get there, and it is just this like shuttered amusement park. And then just like, yeah, just a million dudes in tracksuits just looking terrifying. Oh, yeah. Did you no, see the... Well, no, uh, Ed looks like he lives on Coney Island, but it's the child soldier guy. Not... <laughs> 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 not... Not not the not the funnel cake island the AK forty seven the AK forty seven in grass. We also have island. a hot dog eating contest. Whoever kills the most white men gets a hot dog. <laughs> Second prize is you're fired. Kill kill kill. Glenn Gary Glenn Coney K K K K kill K kill K killing. We need to rethink the anagram. <laughs> I drove here in a Hummer Levine. <laughs> Why did you guys even invite me over? Sorry. <laughs> no, no, I we got <laughs> <laughs> No, this is great. <laughs> anyway, you worked, at a, you worked at a freak show in Coney Island. I can't believe we just glossed over that. <laughs> I <laughs> glossed some... over the best sentence that's ever been said in this house. Like, it wasn't a work of art. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. I mean, good. Joseph Coney jokes are always okay in my book. Oh, good. But, uh, no, we, I used to run a show with uh, Ben Kissel there over okay. the summer. It's called The Dog Shit Circus. And I oh, just, hell uh, yeah, of course it is. <laughs> It's also, it's also Ed's favorite cocktail and sex position. Make <laughs> <laughs> me a dog shit circus so I could go home and give my old lady the old dog shit circus. I got to wrap it up quick. I'm hosting dog shit circus tonight. And then for breakfast, I'm going to have a dog shit circus. <laughs> yep. When you, when you it's say just a, a waffle, show, with, was it like an actual freak show? A dog oh, shit circus is a waffle with Nutella on it that you eat in the nude. <laughs> What it was was we had this regular show called Dog Shit, me and uh, Kissel. Okay. And we would, uh, and during the summer, we'd bring it to Coney Island, and then we'd hire some of the freaks to come perform, and then we'd bring in stand-ups like Mark okay. Normand and uh, Kurt Braunohler and all those guys, and yeah, Burger yeah. Fist would always close it out. Oh, that's fucking it awesome. fucking awesome. It was so much fun every time. Angelica Insectivora, she was gorgeous. Like, the most, the hottest freak you ever saw. Just half her, <laughs> but half her face was covered in tattoos, and she had dreadlocks, and she'd just swallow swords and breathe fire. And she was <laughs> yeah. just, like, smoking hot. It was the How gr- are you not married to this one? Yeah, <laughs> how did you book a weird d- d- Dark Souls mini boss? <laughs> you know what I mean? 
<laughs> like, damn, that's the number one henchman of the evil knight. <laughs> they also had a 300-pound snake woman that, that would just, like, play with a giant snake. Her name was Serpentina. Oh, okay. I was picturing a lady with no arms. <laughs> That was really long. Just kind That's of rolling on the. Yeah. I was picturing some kind of like job of the hut type broad. I like the idea that she like in her head she was like, all right, I'm gonna become the fattest woman, and that's my ticket to the freak show. Got halfway there and was like, I'm just gonna buy a snake. <laughs> <laughs> She and then like, it's like, why didn't I buy the snake when I weighed 180? Yeah, my, my fucking knees are killing me. Would have made the snake look bigger. <laughs> hey, you think the tits will give you back problems? Try an anaconda, buddy, all right? <laughs> There's no bra for snakes. I've looked. Man, we did a show in Indiana earlier this year, and one of the guys, it was like this weird comedy festival thing, and it was like, I, I think Connor was headlining, I was like featuring. And then the guy up before us was like a free, he was like one of those nail- Pinheads. Uh, pinheads, is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. The wood or the nail in your- uh, nose or whatever. Any of us can do it, by the way. Yeah, it seems like a thing where it's I, a, it's a you, you, any of, we all have the cavities. That's all. My, that's always been my thing. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> this is Ed trying to convince me. You to got smuggle the holes. <laughs> You're trying to get me to smuggle black market Adderall in my ass to your fucking well, palace. And <laughs> here's what I've always thought is weird about that skill is like, how do you practice? Like, you can do that wrong once and then you're dead. It's terrifying. Yeah, yeah. it's terrifying. It always that was all the freak shit. It's just like you. <laughs> how many things do you got to find out you're bad at before you're like, I'm gonna be the nail guy? Oh, yeah, yeah. The yeah. People who just like do the meat hook suspensions. Oh, those are rad. That's though. fucking terrifying. Yeah, yeah. yeah one I, I, wrong <laughs> move and your life is. Different. Yeah, it's just like, oh no, my shoulder is still hanging from the ceiling. <laughs> yeah, man, the fucking. I don't know. I don't get it, but God bless you. I, I love guess, them. You know? I love them. I do, I always, I get along with that kind of person. Yeah, you know exactly. Uh, bring everyone to the party. That's oh, absolutely no. I love people who do that insane shit. It just freaks me out. I always felt like anyone who like lives on the freaks. fringe of. Society to it tends to resonate with us. That's you know what I mean. What were you saying about roast battle? I was like, roast battle needs freaks. I always felt like <laughs> instead of like all those five minute stand ups before the show, I know everyone gets time and it's nice. Oh, I don't. Yeah, so yeah. fuck them. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not getting booked. Yeah. You put a pinhead in that room. Oh, yeah, yeah. it would go nuts. Well, that's the thing. We had the- <laughs> all right, guys. Before Eric Marino comes back up, this bitch gonna set itself on fire. Enjoy. Well, uh, hey, Coach had- T, play. Uh, I don't know that fucking Big Sean song called Fire or something. You'll figure it out. Well, we had fucking. Yeah, we had the the pinhead guy on our show in Indiana, and it was like the sports bar, like relatively packed up. And it's so funny to watch a freak bomb because oh. he just he oh, goes out yeah. there, he does, he does, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll like patter before they do the fucked up thing because yeah. really the act is thirty seconds long. Exactly, but he nails the fucking thing into his head and doesn't even get like a polite applause. Everyone's just like, all right, who cares? Yeah, where yeah. my jalapeno poppers? <laughs> to set the stage for you, Edward, we're basically in like a an Irish Buffalo Wild Wings that is attached to a minor league baseball stadium. Oh, that's While a game is sure going wasn't. on, oh, so and nobody gave a you. shit that this guy had nails in his face. Why does he? book you it doesn't did, make any sense I, I don't know I cannot be, they paid us way too much money and we did a live meme boys there broad daylight with that happening and we are getting electrocuted on stage by a <laughs> transgender dominatrix and everybody there is just like all right so can they put the game on the tv or i'm we, guessing yeah. the dominatrix was local well yeah yeah, yeah. No, yeah. We, we didn't ship her in <laughs> we're like all right get in the box <laughs> well here's here's the problem with us while we'll never succeed is the whole time we're just going i don't understand how they're not loving this <laughs> I was like, this is the best show I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, we, we went to the Jesus-iest part of middle America and got shocked in the nipples. Clearly, you people are wrong. Yeah, yeah. 
They love that shit in the middle of the... As much as they pretend they don't, they love that shit. Don't oh, it just goes underground yeah. and it ferments. That's all that happens. Everywhere else was great about it. It was yeah. just Indiana sucks. I was yeah. at a, Plymouth, uh, Wisconsin, and I accidentally walked into a gay bar because it was the only bar open at 1 p.m. Right. <laughs> and I was just like, they were having so much fun. Yeah. You know, everyone's just sitting there like, yelling at sports, fucking playing checkers with each other, just like having a blast. And I'm just like, the, or did you, it sounds like you just Wandered into the bar that the dudes from the Muppets drink at, you know. Just, <laughs> just I old man so games. It was and... like that. I have a theory about like small town, like middle American gay bars. I think here, because I don't like gay bars in California, really, because yeah. they just feel like other shitty bars. And I think it's because you're allowed to just be as gay as you want all the time here. Mm. But when you're somewhere like Wisconsin, where you have to like really combine all your gayness into one corral, like a gayness yeah. petting zoo, I think it just gets way more fun. Yeah, out of like 40 people in the room, there's only like three smiles. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if you got to like get all your gayness out of your system, the pressure's going to mount and it's just going to erupt. The gay you know? purge. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you just release your gayness like steadily and openly throughout the course of a week, I mean, you're going to have a pretty mild-mannered evening out at the bar. I like that we're talking about gayness like it's a fart and you're trying not to ruin a room. <laughs> That's not how it works? Yeah, yeah, you really want to just crop dust the hallway with homosexuality. Oh, yeah, just when you skip on your way back from the bathroom? <laughs> oh, fuck. Have you ever skip farted? No. I cough farted yesterday at Disney. It was great. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, right Did in everybody line, notice little kid and shit. <laughs> fuck those. I love it. <laughs> Wait, did you see you cough farted? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. It's yeah, the yeah. worst because it always comes out too hard and it feels like a oh, shotgun yeah, in your it asshole. It wasn't supposed to happen. When the little kids just think that you're like a weird mascot that they don't from a movie they haven't seen and they're like, can I take a picture with him? Yeah. What happened to Winnie the Pooh? I, I can see him being sixth lead on Wreck-It Ralph. I don't know. I didn't watch the movie that carefully. I'm nine. I went on Splash Mountain by myself. I felt like I was mentally challenged. It was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it was like me and two little girls. And oh, God. Like, like, they took a, they're like the, the picture going down. I'm behind them. I'm like, this is terrifying. Yeah. I was about to say, I, 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 you, you got to get that picture. That's the most upsetting thing I've ever heard of. I just mind. love the idea of parents watching just you get on a log with their children. They're just like, well, Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> Yeah, like well, I'll get them back in one piece. <laughs> you come back in, a, you come back in an empty log with no answers. <laughs> yeah, in about four minutes, we're gonna find out if we have to spend tens of thousands of dollars on therapy. <laughs> Sorry, I blacked out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The last thing I remember was the owl was telling me to keep my hands inside the log. When I woke up and everything was red and all of it hurt. I'm sorry. I thought this was the hog ride. I completely understand why you're so upset with me. Oh, man. Oh, man. I think we're all fired up. Should we get into the jug off? Yeah, let's do it. Hi, <laughs> so topical. Yeah, this is the whole podcast, Ed. <laughs> Great. All right. I'll, uh, I'm used to. I'll, I'll uh, kick it off this oh, week. Oh, please. Uh, researchers are claiming that driverless automobiles will lead to more people having sex in their cars. The study was published by J.D. Plower and Associates. <laughs> J.D. Plower. I like it. I got something on the same uh, That would level. be weird fucking on like a freeway. That'd be like <laughs> fucking on a boat. Because, I mean, what if, you, what if it stops short, you know? Someone cuts you off and... You know, you fucking accidentally like tear through a vaginal wall because of the <laughs> centrifugal force. I got, I got. I made out in a stationary car for the first time in a long time the other night, and I was just like, "This is overrated." Like this. Stops. I hate car. I got yeah. jerked off on a freeway by the girl who was driving once. That was fun. Oh <laughs> yeah, nice. yeah. Except yeah, I came I, in my pants, and then we had to stop at a jack in the box so I could throw my underwear away. I, I got roadhead like once, and I was like, "This is the worst." Yeah. Like I can't. I'm like, I'm 
we're gonna die. We are already bad at driving. Like, I'm pretty good at driving. You're the worst driver. I'm pretty bad at getting my dick sucked. <laughs> <laughs> The main problem. He just starts screaming. Yeah, it makes. <laughs> it's like how Native Americans think a photograph will steal their soul. That's what you think a blowjob does. Away from me, voodoo priest. It just makes me uncomfortable a lot of the time, you know. So I'm just like, I'm just feeling guilty while I'm just trying not to kill people under 15. And I was like, yeah, let's just table this discussion. <laughs> That was when I realized I needed to grow up the other night, Ed, is when I was jaywalking in San Diego wearing Yeezys with a boner. And I'm like, you know what? This is... That is time to grow up. This is maybe it's time to put close this chapter of my life to some degree. Go to the bathroom behind a dump and, you know, take care of it. Yeah. (laughs) I have cranked cranked one out outside an abandoned fire station while I was on the road before. (laughs) Ed, what's the weirdest place you've jerked off? That's a pretty infamous story from the Mean Boys canon. All right, so on this topic okay. someone from roundtable from years back talked about jerking off on the uh, my old podcast roundtable gentlemen yeah. yeah uh someone talked about his name's malachi i probably shouldn't say his name but i guess he already got fired so it doesn't matter oh, talked shit. about how he got he was jerked off at work once and he got a job at a school as a teacher and he was doing a great job and one of the parents was a roundtable fan oh no and then heard that he jerked off and told the administrator he got fucking fired when he jerked off at that school no or he did he get jerked and he jerked off at a, a job when he was like a teenager well that sucks that they i know yeah, yeah and they like, fired his ass i don't know what latin phrase describes how that violates his rights but i know there is one yeah, yeah. you know the one that says you can't Something about a it happened in the pet no takes his backsies yeah, yeah fucking spanky majora yeah or something spanky majora <laughs> yeah man uh, it's I, all out there forever it's so crazy I couldn't believe it. Lord knows what I've said this yeah what, here's what I'm terrifying. trying to do I I seriously think I have this conversation with myself sometimes where I'm like if I just make it so it's impossible for me to get a real job by my public <laughs> actions, have to do this. I'll be more motivated to well, be a good comedian. I think you already did that. Like, yeah. I'm already naked on Comedy Central's YouTube page. Yeah. Within but, five episodes of this podcast, we had pretty much scorched the earth on ever getting, like, a grown-up job again. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, well, I'll just have to keep figuring it out, you know? Yeah. And yeah. at some point, if I have to become more racist, that's just how podcasting works. It's his <laughs> fault for trying to become a fucking teacher. They yeah. Bre- they break you. They you break fucking you loser. Why are you trying to shape the mind? To the future. Yeah, they break you down until you become a Pepe guy, and then you get rich, and then you have some sort of weird Bitcoin scam, and you know people leak DMs of your penis. This is the arc of a podcaster's life. Indeed, and I have your penis pictures if anybody wants them. Oh, oh yeah. Well, they're just the live ones. Yeah. <laughs> the worst your dick has ever looked. Yeah, that's true. Well, those at least everybody saw it, so it's not like there's, you know... Yeah, it's a good point. It's and you can be like, well, that's definitely not his dick. It, it's maximum potential. So I can, I can do some arguing from that, that place. Right. Yeah, I can, I can pull <laughs> I some can Johnny Cock. Do a little Johnny Cock ring. Uh, <laughs> all right, uh, You got one? Yeah, I do. I do. I do. All right, so you guys know about the, the migrant caravan, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Soldiers were deployed to the border to greet the caravan of immigrants looking for a better life. For their sakes, I hope it's a Dodge caravan. <laughs> Oh, I didn't know we were doing bad jokes. This is about to be a great episode. I got a, I got a couple. What do you think the show is? <laughs> yeah, the, the wildfires raging in California are the size of 16 Manhattans. To put that in perspective, 16 Manhattans is all I need to ruin the Tupperware party. <laughs> <laughs> You've always been a bitch, Karen. 
press and seal my ass. Drunk housewife Connor is my new favorite thing. That's all I want, dude. I want to just be a domesticated, like, you know, bride of a rich woman, and I'll just, like, tutter around all day and be like, I changed the drapes. Did you notice? No. Oh, man. A man is dead after choking during a croissant eating contest. So move over, AIDS. There's a new gayest way to die in town. (laughs) Eating a bunch of kind of good pastries really quick. Yeah. They're made of flakes. Yeah, you might as you might as well just be eating glass. That's a circus freak, a guy who can eat two croissants in a row. I'll, I'll throw five bucks at you for doing that, you yeah, fucking weirdo. How many did he get down on? Did you read the whole article? I didn't. I, it, I They also led with the fact that he was like a Marine veteran. Oh, man. And I'm like, what that's a shitty thing to rub in. Yeah. Yeah, that's Hell Week and the Navy SEALs really prepared me to eat those croissants yeah, real yeah. quick. Fucking Al-Qaeda couldn't take him down, but Dunkin' Donuts handled it. That's yeah. really what, how Pat Tillman got it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, should we go entertainment news, more politics, or let's go entertainment? News. Yeah, whatever you're feeling. Entertainment man. news. All right. Roy Clark, rest in peace, of Hee Haw fame, died yesterday at 85. His last words were, "I'm going to suck my own dick if it kills me." <laughs> <laughs> Hee Haw, indeed. <laughs> Good. Oh, God. I don't know if you guys saw this, but the Bat Kid, who went viral after he saved San Francisco, is now five years cancer-free. The lesser-known neuroblastoma spider kid is still dead from his 12-story fall onto the pavement. (laughs) (laughs) Just swing. (laughs) Why did we think this would work? Well, no, my, my thing about the back is I got to feel like everyone's like mad at him for living. So they're like, so he's going to pay us back for that whole. That was like thousands of dollars in like fucking think They're mad at him. I don't know. man. <laughs> so they're like, it's not an investment in death. You like, know what? I would be so bummed out if I was that kid because I'd be like, now I have to do something with my life. Oh, yeah, you definitely have to go to college if you were bat kid. Yeah, that sucks. Write a Batman story or something. Yeah, man. Give him a comic. This kid, though, I mean. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Yeah. Speaking of death and superheroes, cute, cute little guy. Marvel Comics legend Stan Lee has died. Aww. Great, another idea he stole from Jack Kirby. Oh, <laughs> wow! Someone's really trying to go after the Mark Lo- Mike Lawrence vote. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, actually, they shared credit, but he was not vocal in the press. <laughs> much, much, much like John and Paul, they collaborated at times, but they're mostly just co-workers. This is, this is our Mike Lawrence impression. <laughs> Spider Fit Connor described it as like a fat kid with a good idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you twiddle your hands excitedly like Ooh. some sort of like gummy yeah. rancher, Mr. Burns? There's no law that says you cannot dip a pop tart in the cake frost. Little <laughs> 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 yeah, we call that a Marvel speedball. Well, the book was better than the book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about this. The ultimate Mike Lawrence look. Uh, yeah, buddy. He was also a bisexual comedian for a very long time. Mike? Yeah, when he was first <laughs> but, starting. But he got out. over it. I'm, I'm very whole, proud of him. He got married. He got married. He yeah, got, uh, he, and that uh, cured it. I <laughs> cured. I think that cured it. I think he was. I think he's just very confused with his own life when he first started doing stand up. Yeah, I talked to him about it once, and he, I don't want to talk too much about his shit. But he was. I was like, "Are you bi?" He's like, "I don't know. I mean, I sucked a dick." <laughs> <laughs> he did, he kind of described it like I asked him how like Bohemian Rhapsody was. He's like, "It's fine." <laughs> That's funny. His I wouldn't wife, buy it, but Mike's life, wife is lovely. I've talked to her a few times about him, and she it's she, it, when she talks about him, it's sort of like she's describing caring for an exotic bird she owns, yeah. <laughs> and she's just like, well, I think he's upset about his set, 
And I, and I was like, why? And she's like, I just texted me. And I, I won't even say what he texted me. It was just funny. She, <laughs> it was, they have a very cute relationship. It's, it's always funny watching someone so... In, I get this would probably how people feel when they see me date. is like someone who's so, so callous and inhuman. All of a sudden, yeah. just like, well, yeah, I got you some Sherry's berries. And I've arranged them into the shape of a green lantern ring. <laughs> I, I went to dog sit for Mike once. And like he was like getting ready to go on. It was Valentine's Day. He was going out with his wife or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's wearing like a nice sweater. It's the first time I've ever seen him without his ass crack out. Yeah. And he just has this look of like a domesticated Frankenstein where he's like, oh, I guess my life is good. I will not burn this. Yeah, when he was buying the tickets for Justice League, and it was like no belt, like like oh. pants sagging, just like gunt out, ass crack out. He had more money than we've ever had and also looked worse. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you you, you could have just gone shoelaces and fucking burlap if you, at that point. It was just... He is true to his form. Yeah. All right, you're up. All right, you're up, buddy. Pum up, pum up. Hold on one second. Um, all right, we'll stay in the entertainment world here. Mark David Chapman up for parole again. <laughs> entertainment, yes. <laughs> a, guy, you eyes, a guy who really liked a movie as entertainment news. <laughs> Mark David Chapman up for parole said he used hollow point bullets when he shot Lennon because he didn't want to hurt him. Just uh, he didn't want to. He didn't want to get him hurt. He just wanted him to die. You know what, Mark? I never saw it that way. We forgive you. <laughs> that was quite the gesture, Mr. Chapman. Man, when we were in New York, we went by the the what's Dakota. It called the, the, the Dakota. Yeah, we were like, oh, we'll go check that out. Mm-hmm. And man, do they have security out there? Man, do they not play anyone's bullshit? Oh yeah. Forty yeah. years later, or we whatever. literally we stood there for like four seconds with a camera trying to make like a funny video, like talking about where we were, and they just come in. They're like, absolutely, fuck off. <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm just disrespecting a beloved dead man. Yeah. What's the I problem? I didn't kill him. Come on. <laughs> be cool. We all know it was Ringo. <laughs> he MK ultraed some fat guy. Can you believe Ooh. that he's still getting parole opportunities, though? Yeah. I mean, just that leave is, him in jail That forever. is funny. Dana Gould had a funny bit about it. You think the night before he goes up for parole, Charles Manson's like, hey, Charlie Manson, nice to meet you. <laughs> he's all like practicing in his cell. <laughs> Yeah, I know. What, is that, what does that meeting even look like? Where it's Mark David Chapman just like, yeah, yeah, I know. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just like, hey, Mark, still painting those creepy uh, drawings of kids uh, dressed like clowns. He's like, sure am. And they're like, all right, see you in 10 years. <laughs> Cut to he walks in one day and the parole board is just the Rolling Stones. And he's like, finally, I got a shot. <laughs> <laughs> Mick Jagger is serving. He gets pulled to be his local parole oh, advisor. I like your work, mate. Oh, all right. <laughs> Solid. Guys, I don't know if you saw Hasbro's under fire for what many are calling an insensitive new edition of their popular game, Millennial Monopoly. The game features the controversial community chess card, Hooray, Your Grandma's Dead, so you can sell her old dresses to folk musicians on Poshmark. Ooh. You can play as like a hashtag and a crying emoji. Oh, for God's sake. Yeah, it's very, <laughs> very offensive. <laughs> Man. I hope everything just cost way more than it cost in the original version, but you still get the normal amount of like, money. Like, were we this with. meta about, like, the, the generational gaps, like, in, in the in the old time? Was it just like, whoa, check out the new Baby Boomer Pyrex cooking set? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Pepsi got on Generation Next. Oh, was that Generation a, yeah. X? Was that a thing? That was oh, yeah, definitely Pe- a thing. I didn't know that. But, yeah, Generation X, the second that was coined, it felt like every company was like, mm, Daddy wants a piece of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, uh, millenni- millennials is much worse than Generation X as like, yeah. a term. Because the entire conceit of the public conversation is you're lazy and retarded. <laughs> <laughs> 
would be funny. And you work for an app because you're dumb and not because the the world is uh, uh, there's nothing for you. <laughs> yeah, no, because we automated the world and didn't take care of anyone in it. Yeah. yeah. Generation X was just like skateboards, and you said, "Dude, too much." Well, yeah, yeah. no, and now, and now the whole the whole making fun of millennial thing is like, look at this idiot who can't grow anything in the earth we salted. <laughs> Well, yeah, suck my dick. I have a podcast. It's one of four jobs that don't actively kill babies. <laughs> Kick a rock. We may talk about it constantly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, a Catholic priest is under fire for comparing sex to pizza, particularly since he said the best place to get both is Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> hey. I, was, I did a Pizzagate episode for Conspiracy of the Show the other day with Adam and... Uh, yeah, like their whole like what they've decided. They, walnuts was that was like code for black kids, apparently according to their like little mm. like diction and maps meant semen. What maps? I don't know why maps would be semen. Because there's a lot of I guess water on a map. I'm thinking of like the I sub- didn't think of that. I'm thinking of like the subway map with all the weird errant lines, and oh. I'm like, okay, yeah, like a a load could look like that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah like tendrils. Yeah. It was very strange. And, like, Cummy tendrils was little girls, and I forget what little feels like. Boys cheese should have been semen. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of oversight in the pedophile code. Yeah. I didn't write it. Thankfully, <laughs> I would have punched it up for two hundred dollars. Every guy's like, "Yeah, I'm doing some freelance work." Uh, yeah, they're trying to come up with this like little like you know like wink wink nudge nudge kid fucking like you know <laughs> logistical speak just for emails in case they get leaked. So yeah, I'm working on that, and then uh, yeah, I got trying a commercial audition. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I, did mics. A, I have another podcast I do called The Brighter Side, and we, what we do is you try to find the brighter side of everything. And I had this one time, I'm like, all right, I gotta get, I gotta figure out, because I'm real big into prison justice, uh, like in like justice reform and all that shit. Oh, and, I think you meant prison justice, like killing somebody with a screwdriver because they betrayed the Aryan yeah, Brotherhood. I'm not a, Whoever's I'm not the a best post. at sharpening toothbrushes can rule the block. Yeah. So basically, if you want to like send someone to jail and they should come out rehabilitated. Then we should like look at everything. So I was like, well, what about child molesters? Right. You know, you can't kill them. So what's going on? So <laughs> can't kill them, can't eat them. I'm out of ideas. <laughs> yeah. So I found this child molester online, and <laughs> there was a child molesting support group, and for a bunch of child molesters, and I interviewed him. Oh, and I've always I've been talking about doing this for a long time. How'd it go? It was very interesting. I will not release it just because I didn't <laughs> like. It was like a very. Intense. This is just in the Ed's black file. You I, know? I, I did. I do keep it on my computer. That's my computer gets kind of. I want to hear this. I'll, I'll let you. I'll, I'll send it to you. I won't yeah. put it anywhere. Yeah, but, but, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, you heard the Larson tapes when he starts <laughs> talking about putting those uh, starbursts on the end of a fishing pole. It's creepy. <laughs> but what it is, they get together like once a week and they talk about their want to fuck kids. So they don't do it. Yeah. And the guy who does it, who holds it, like it sounds like a like a decent idea. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I no, mean, I've seen I've seen these. Theory. There's like non-acting pedophile forums, and you and you. It's it's a real it's a real head scratcher because you look at it and you go, okay, well, what, I guess the alternative is fucking kids, <laughs> and so maybe this helps. Yeah. <laughs> so all right, or what, is this just yeah? The, where you draw the much? line on that is so yeah. fucking weird, though. The yeah. Louis Theroux documentary about pedophiles, where there's, they basically just put them in this weird, like fucking like country club warehouse kind of a thing, where they just and like they 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 have a like a program that you can try to complete to try to find housing and stuff, and they put you away from kids and all this shit. But right. it's like very hard to get out, and most of them are just like, 
Yeah, I'm stuck here forever. I just play ping pong with the other pedophiles and read National Geographic. Like, that's what most of them seem to do. That's about all you can do. I know. It's, well, it's, well, he has to read National weird. Geographic. They stopped making Disney Adventure. Yeah. <laughs> And there's this guy has these paintings of, like, nine-year-old ballerinas. He's like, I didn't even realize these could be seen as erotic. And he's just, like, popping his boy pussy in a fucking onesie. Just like, I'm so good at dancing. And he's like, what? I love ballet. And I'm like, oh, do you? Oh, no. Do you, blonde mustache man, do you love ballet so much? Oh, man. The dude Christ. I interviewed, I think his name was Nickerson, which is weird. Uh, it's his last name. But he had a hook for a hand. Whoa. On top of being like... A, Wait, like what, what, okay. one of the kids get bitey? <laughs> I, I like that Ed won't release this, but he just gave a description of a guy w- of which there's only one in the world. Dude's oh, yeah. named Nickerson a with a hook hand. There's at most seven of those. I'm more and they're not, all going, God damn it. <laughs> I'm not releasing it. Not for him. I could give a fuck about his life. I'm worried about people thinking I'm a pedophile killer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, well, this should clear. You know, it we're up, releasing this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this is fine. You know, this, oh, okay, this great. Is all right, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm obviously against it. Mm. That's what, that's and what, I noticed you've been just petting a Barbie the entire time you've been here. This is how we get the juicy scoops on the podcast is you come over and you see my room and you go, no one listens to this shit. And then you realize like it actually is somewhat popular with the people that enjoy it. And you're like, whoa, they've, they've people heard that? Man. A, a hook-handed man named Nickers. Yeah, hook-handed pedophile. I mean, that's got to be hard as a pedophile because you're always popping the balloons you're using as bait. Yeah. I mean, kids like... Kid, Look, kids like pirates. Like, <laughs> that's a good point. Which they shouldn't. No, I mean, clearly, yeah. yeah. They don't have plundering. Did you go yet? Is it my turn? It's your. It's Ed's it's turn. It's my turn. It's Ed's turn. All right. Okay. okay. Uh, one out of ten. Oh, speaking of, uh, you know, little kids. Uh, one out of ten people that work at Disneyland are homeless. What I want to know is when in history, of, when in the history of time, did people who work outside of a castle were not mostly homeless? <laughs> This seems like a <laughs> shit. That's wow. so good. That's also so true. I worked at Disney that's for one like of the five best, years. That's one of the best feudalism yeah. jokes that's ever happened in the podcast. Yeah, and fucking, I knew a couple people who were literally living in their car in the employee parking lot. Oh, oh my man. Because it was only 24 hours because they have like night shift and stuff. So yeah, they would just kind of like go shower at the gym. They would come sleep in K-Lot. And then oh, they we got to talk. Work. This is what my, I'm going to record when the cold I was just talking to her last night about it. Yeah. because we. Both I didn't know there. you worked there too. I did, yeah. What'd you do? I worked uh, attractions at California Adventure and I worked at a restaurant in Disneyland proper. Oh, man. Yeah. And I well, did, if you're free and want to come by, you're more than welcome to. Yeah, fuck it. Hell yeah. That sounds great. <laughs> oh, yeah. Backroom show business deal. <laughs> well, you want to talk about pissing in Gatorade bottles next to the mouse? <laughs> oh, man. Let's if get I, these mics hot. Dude, some of the shit I've gotten up to at Disneyland. Like, I have, I have railed Oxycontins on the Disneyland Railroad. <laughs> That is a real thing. I'm just fucking. Yeah. Me and my buddy did a line while we were going through the dinosaur tunnel, and then we went and clocked in. Like that's- <laughs> I, I had I had one of the most hurtful experiences of my life at the train at Knott's Berry Farm, where they have the fake robbers come on. Yeah, it's me and my three buddies, and we got it's our little graduation present. We always like going to Knott's. We all went to Knott's when we were 18. You know, and this guy gets on, and he looks at us, he goes. Three guys, no girls. You guys don't have any money. And he just keeps walking. <laughs> I was like, what? You got, a, you got what dunked a, on by an old-timey burglar. I got owned by a, a fucking <laughs> novelty reenactor. What? You got owned by the day, the day shift best actor in Buena Park. Yeah. <laughs> fucking oh, sucks. All right, guys. Iran has executed two men for hoarding over two tons of gold coins. Sonic Mahmoud Al-Hedgehog and Knuckles Hamid were hanged in a public square for their offense. 
<laughs> I genuinely thought it was going to be the same joke, but a Scrooge McDuck situation. <laughs> no, yeah, it's just Sonic Mahmood all the Mike Lawrence kicks down the door. Well, technically, Sonic had rings and not coins, so your premise is invalid. Have you ever done the thing where you Google your name and then the hedgehog, and there's all, and someone has created a whole elaborate backstory for a hedgehog named Keith that's friends with Sonic somehow? Oh no. Yeah, there's a lot of it's kind of a bummer. <laughs> I think Connor the Hedgehog is like a gay one. Well, the Sonic. Kind of I, I did some research. Well, there's lots of hedgehog porn. Well, the Sonic the Hedgehog expanded universe is somehow both very gay and very like Christian and Mormon somehow. That makes like sense. there's some weird. I forget what it is, but there's some weird entanglement where like the Mormon community really loves Sonic the Hedgehog. Okay, yeah. Here's here's Connor the Hedgehog. Wow, he's a f- edgy guy. Oh man. Oh man, yeah. No, Relationships no. none as of now. I'm on the Sonic fan chara wikia, which whatever godforsaken place that is. I I would rather be <laughs> dead than know any of the information I'm getting looking at your computer. Connor <laughs> Connor's more of a cocky person when fighting, but when needed, he's very polite and kind of a ladies' man. Oh, that kind of it's kind of accurate. It doesn't sound this hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> this hedgehog fucks. Okay, I like this guy. He's known for his speed. He's more distant and not very friendly. <laughs> this is actually a shockingly accurate assessment of you. He has a podcast called... Oh, wait a minute, you guys. How did you know? He has very bad anger issues, which can be good or bad for him, depending on his opponent. Ooh. Oh. What does that mean, you fucking assholes? Okay. All, right. All right. I got my last one here. A man is being sued by his ex-girlfriend for, quote, stretching her vagina with his giant penis. The man plans to respond to the lawsuit as soon as he's done framing his court summons and hanging it over the fireplace. <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. I see that? Yeah. Is there some kind of certificate? You do a benefit show for the troops? No. <laughs> Read on, my friend. Fucking poor girl never sat down again. Yeah. My dong is criminally large. Looked like a tent without the poles. <laughs> well, Slaps speaking of the poles. <laughs> all right, there's a recount going on in Florida. They would have uh, they would have been done already, but all the pens are filled with barbecue sauce, and someone sucked on four thousand pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say a bar- barbecue sauce pen. <laughs> That's bar- also what you vape out of a barbecue sauce pen. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, mesquite. That's got- of all the shitty things people have said about the house when they've come in, and at the best one, we were walking over here. I was like, "Welcome to our terrible house." He's like, "Nah, it's good." It reminds me of Tallahassee. <laughs> <laughs> The stripper you met that died of <laughs> opium? <laughs> All right, All right. Uh, guys, the company behind Oreo Cookies is under fire from Greenpeace for its deforestation practices that are destroying the habitats of orangutans. This explains the company's new slogan, Orangutans, Milk's Least Favorite Monkey. <laughs> They are the enemy of milk. <laughs> it will be eradicated. We need the palm oil to make the treats. <laughs> Double stuff, triple stuff, no monkey stuff. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Man, I was just, I, it's funny because I, you, you pull up the Reddit news wall to fucking write your jokes for this. And you're like, oh, cool. Cookies are killing monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed my one brief respite from this terrible waking nightmare, and now a thousand apes are dead. I was talking, I was talking to a girl about how like I missed the Obama administration for like just where one week the the story of the week would be a girl that goes to Duke is doing porn, and we'd be like, whoa, what does that mean? <laughs> there's no there's no time for fun ones anymore. It's just like, yeah, I fired the other guy, and now it's uh, like yeah, Hitler yeah. or whatever. And I'm like, ah, oh, what do we just? 
Can someone that uh, you know that uh, have cancer be a superhero again? Like, uh, what happened to that? That was fun. We did stop that. I think he did. That is the one thing that kid did kill. Was the make a wish? Yeah, <laughs> that was the last wish. You kind of, uh, yeah, you can't, you kind of can't top it, you know. So I mean, and now if you do one, it'll be like, oh great, yeah, he's kind of the Hulk because you made a really light, you know, plastic car for him to throw at his dad. Yeah. Fuck you. It's gonna be sad when he's Batman, like in a wheelchair. <laughs> oh, so he's Batgirl at that point. Yeah, when, he, when he's just Batman that's skinny and has uh, uh, erectile dysfunction because of his uh, blood issues and. <laughs> I was on the news. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Well, that's it for the Mexican Joke Off the Mean Boys podcast. We'll be right back after this. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to NBC's live coverage of the 2018 Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. It's a beautiful autumn morning for the millions of people watching today on the streets of New York City. I'm Jennifer Terwilliger, and I'm joined in the booth by the newest member of the NBC family, Karnak the Blood Feaster. Wretched pig children! Hear me in despair! I have taken control of your holiday broadcast, replacing the fallen Matt Lauer. As we speak, Lauer swims in the lake of fire, where he is surely being penetrated by innumerable hordes of vicious boner piranhas. Great to have you, Karnak. We're here overlooking Columbus Circle, and right now the Keller High School marching band from Keller, Texas is making their way up 59th Street. <laughs> it is laughable to call this meager collection of braying brass and whimpering woodwinds a marching band. When Karnak leads his hordes into battle, he is accompanied by the Band of the Damned, the souls of a thousand bards trapped in purgatory, forced to score the forthcoming bloodshed on instruments made of flesh and bone, a drum of human skin, a xylophone fashioned from the ribcage of a still-screaming woman. But we do also make the fat kid play the tuba, so perhaps we are more alike than I thought. Ha! <laughs> ah, terrific. We asked the millions of people watching at home to tweet at Macy's Parade and tell us what they're thankful for on this holiday season. This one comes to us from at HockeyMom63. She says, I'm thankful for brisk autumn days, my teachers at the DeVry Institute, and of course, my cat Fluffernutter. What are you thankful for, Karnak? Gratitude is for peasants and lepers. I have received nothing that I have not earned. All of the many blessings Karnak possesses were pried from the hands of his slaughtered foes. Well, that is something I think we can all agree on. Oh, and here comes the first of this year's balloons. Tourists from all around the world come to see their favorite characters come to life over New York City. Karnak, why don't you tell us a little bit about this one? Quivering blood dumplings! Cower in the shadow of the hellhound Snoopy, followed shortly thereafter by his so-called master, the spineless castrato Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown, you are a buffoon and an embarrassment. Your dog engages in aerial combat while you waste away on the ground. You have been made a cuckold by the little red-haired girl, and you return time after time to be mocked by the bitch queen Lucy and her infernal football trickery. If you cannot kick the football, kick her in the cervix. And, of course, Snoopy's bird friend Woodstock isn't far behind. Nobody fucking likes Woodstock! And just as a quick reminder, today's broadcast of the parade is sponsored by Target. Don't miss this year's doorbuster sales for the biggest Black Friday savings around. Finally, Black Friday! Something I recognize. The celebration of the day when I climbed to the top of the highest mountain and strangled Lumos, the god of the sun! With his reign ended, the realms were plunged into eternal darkness, and the great and all-consuming blackness swallowed up the last traces of joy in the trembling hearts of my subjects. And so to celebrate every year, TVs are cheap as fuck. 
<laughs> what a delight. And now, of course, stay tuned after the parade for the NFL on NBC as the Detroit Lions take on the Green Bay Packers. Carnock, what do you say you and me go out after the parade and throw the old pigskin around? Fool! One does not toss the pigskin. You toss the skinned pig. It's like you don't even know what Thanksgiving is. Are you drunk? You said it. It's 11.30 in the morning. Oh, and this is exciting. This next float is actually sponsored by NBC. And as the newest member of the team, we decided to let Carnock here be in charge of the design. Behold, my finest work! This balloon is entitled The Flaying of the False Prophet and depicts everyone's favorite son of God, Jesus Christ, being skinned alive by what appears to be a pterodactyl made of sewn-together fetuses. According to my notes, the float is intended to drive the minds of mortal men to blabbering madness, confronted with the staggering cruelty of the one true blood feaster. Weep now, you maggots, under the boot of Karnak, and ask yourselves, who will you pray to as your god bleeds? Fun! Interesting fact about this balloon, it stands 666 feet tall, and is the first float in Macy's parade history to be 100% filled with hornets instead of helium. (laughs) Good luck following that shit, Pikachu. And I understand you have a holiday special debuting tonight after the game, is that correct? Your plug is efficient and appreciated, Jennifer. Indeed, I herald forth a new and whimsical holiday special that will be beloved and revisited for years to come under penalty of disembowelment. You've heard of Elf on the Shelf. Now get ready for Knife in the Wife. I know I'll be watching. Well, my volume just started kicking in, and I'm starting to brown out, so I guess we should go to commercial. But before we do, let's go down to the street where we're about to hear a song from the cast of Broadway's newest smash hit, SpongeBob SquarePants the Musical. Ah, no! Release the Hornets! And welcome back to the Mean Boys Podcast. Uh, we return with a round of one of our favorite games, which are the following. Uh, so this game works. It's very easy. We have a topic. I'm going to give you four things. Three of them are real. One of them is fake. Okay. you, you got to figure out fake. which one Keith made up. Exactly. Uh, now it's, this, it's you, you against me here. This is, uh, this is a game of skill. That we have never kept score on. Do we so buzz in or just no, whoever yeah. says it first? You guys both guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. If you win, you can take one thing of my out of my room. Oh, yeah. wow. And I give credit to this one. Uh, Pat Barker, a uh, friend of the show, fat man of note, uh, host of the Pat and Jeff Like Sports Podcast, posted the thing on Facebook. It was an article from a magazine uh, called McCall's from 1958 from an article called 129 Ways to Get a Husband. (laughs) (laughs) And it is a list of fucking ways that women can go about getting a man to marry them. And they're about as bad as you'd think and maybe worse. So so we got a few rounds. And again, three of these are real in each round. One of them I made up. Okay. So let's start round one. Which of the following is not a real advice piece written in this magazine about how to get a husband? A, get lost at a football game. (laughs) Oh, that, that's, that's how you get uh, murdered. Yeah. <laughs> B, B, get a sunburn. <laughs> oh. C, don't tell them about your allergies. Or D, skip lunch. Mm. Ooh, skip. The, these are all pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. There's no good answer. I'm yeah. going to go with the made-up one is skip lunch. Okay. Skip lunch. Hmm. Get lost at a football Get a sunburn. These are two. The only one that sounds like something anyone would even say is skip lunch. So I feel like I should pick skip lunch because yeah, yeah this that like you could you could write that, but I don't like what where where would you be like get a sunburn to find? Yeah, a man? I feel like get a sunburn almost makes sense because you got to wear less clothes, 
So you're uh-huh. showing oh, that's a good off. point. You got to show off, you know, your your burn. I thought the idea was lost in a football game. Obviously, there's lots of men. You like football too? Well, yeah. let's talk. I, you know, I, I, I just <laughs> wanted to get cornered in a stadium full of men. I, I thought the idea was like, you know, find some square-headed dude to lather you up with uh, tonics after you're burnt up. But, uh, <laughs> All right, well, okay. the great answer is skip lunch. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Now they start getting a little shittier. <laughs> Round number two, A. It's like no no person would ever say that. So no monster could conceive. Skip <laughs> lunch? <laughs> skip lunch was not technically on there, but there are about five that boil down to be less fat. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah you, you look like Zeus who only punishes people for skipping lunch. <laughs> you just you reserve your lightning bolts for, that was perfectly good pastrami, you oaf. You're throwing chicken nuggets shaped like lightning bolts. Oh, yeah. So. Shall not skip lunch. I am Zeus and also a robot. <laughs> I am the Judeo-Christian Robo Zeus. I love sandwiches. The show's going great. <laughs> Round number two, which of the following is not a real piece of advice on how to get a husband? A, don't be afraid to associate with more attractive girls. They may have some leftovers. Oh, my B- God. <laughs> B, read a book in public with a puzzled expression. Men love explaining things to women. C. We do, though. That's the <laughs> fucked up thing is that I love explaining things to women. Give me C. something to talk about. C. Wear a Band-Aid. People will always ask what happened. <laughs> or D. Oh, this girl puts up with abuse. <laughs> Seems like a keeper. <laughs> or D. If your mother is fat, tell him you take after your father. If your father is fat, too, tell him you're adopted. <laughs> See that one also seems like you could come up with it, but I don't. I don't know that w- that w- that one feels more real. What was real. B again? What was B? B was read a book in public with a puzzled expression. Men love explaining things to women. What was C? I think I'm going C. C was wear a band aid. People will always ask what happened. I'm going C. Okay. What was A? I'm sorry. Yeah, don't worry about it. A was don't be afraid to associate with more attractive girls because they may have some leftovers. I'm going to go A is. Seems like it was written by you. All right, we're going A. We're going C. The correct answer, B. Read a book in public with a puzzled expression. Oh, oh, damn. Man, they well, actually now, wrote Have Leftovers in the yeah. 50s? Dude, it's haunting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Round number they're, three. They're calling them like grenades and shit, but they're like, uh, yeah, they might have a few bouncing baddies left over, just like with weird period uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> terminology. Round three, all nautical edition. Ooh. Which is another way or way to get a husband. A, advertise for a male co-owner for a boat. B, learn to clean and scale fish. C, <laughs> pretend to drown near a naval base. <laughs> or D, stow away on a battleship. <laughs> <laughs> Three of these are real as fucking rap. Sto- well, well, one of them is just like, wait for a, a, a hunky swimmer to save you. <laughs> Yeah, well, learn how to survive. <laughs> yeah, do, do, one do, is commit treason. Yeah, do Red Dead Redemption shit and come out s- smelling of brine after preparing your f- loose fish. The other one's own a boat. With yeah, the other one is yeah. yeah. If you want to meet a husband, enter into a long-term business agreement with a stranger. I've got eight loans. I want to marry and nothing to do on Saturday. I want to marry a man who could afford exactly half a boat. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go with clean of fish is made up. Well, okay. you know what boat stands for. Bust out another titty. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I got to go. I got to. Mm, no, not clean of fish. I'm going to say stowaway in a battleship. All right. The fake one. C, pretend to drown near a naval base. 
Uh, ah, damn. Wow. I really thought that was real. Keith, you, you would be, you would be crushing it in like fifties Buzzfeed. Oh, dude, I would rock at this shit. <laughs> yeah, and then and then like thirty years later, people are like, you know, the guy who wrote all those sexist articles is actually gay as shit, and they'd be like, yeah, <laughs> weird. surprise. Turns yeah. out he just reduced women to a very uh, you know like a, a, you know solvable constant. Yeah, if and, anybody uh, asks, it's satire or whatever. It worked also out great. Be good at pretending to drown outside of a naval base. <laughs> <laughs> yes, pretending. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Round number four. They'd be like, uh-oh, one of those guys we were experimenting on escaped. <laughs> <laughs> Project oh, Walrus is going down. I was going to say. Call oh. the Japanese. We got one in the water. <laughs> just oh, yeah, dodging gonna... spears. Oh. The, the I just wanted to fuck. <laughs> they use your oil to make plastics for weird dashboard figurines. Oh, uh, now cats. I'm perfume. <laughs> Do you know that the most, uh, the most uh, valuable oil in a whale is in its brain? <laughs> Well, that just sounds like a guy who's like a pickup artist for whales. He's like, you know the most valuable whales in the brain. He's like, oh, he really likes me for me, harpoon. How many whales did they kill before they figured that out? <laughs> like, how long before you're like, I don't know, let's see what's going on with its fucking brain. Well, no, they, then you know the weird guy in the boat who was stabbing it in the head was like, you all laughed at me. You didn't think the brain oil was going to burn brighter, hotter, and longer, but oh, you were dead wrong, sister. Your uh, fucking brain's on fire, dude. Yo, <laughs> yo you ever eat that fucking whale brain kid it's fucking bonkers yeah that's like that's like their lamp is they just have like a glass jar with a flaming whale brain in it <laughs> hi welcome to japan where everything's fucking weird <laughs> hey because you because you get the light i'm trying to go to sleep oh yeah let me put out the whale brain jar <laughs> round number four which of the following is not a real way to get a husband a pretend your dog is lost and get a man at the park to help you find it <laughs> man, b this is sad paint your name and number on your roof and say give me a buzz pilots <laughs> C, bribe a Ferris wheel operator to get you stuck at the top of the Ferris wheel. Or D, stand on a busy street corner with a lasso. What? With a lasso? <laughs> yeah. Are we uh, trying to get a rodeo clown to save you? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you're trying to like do, show that you can do tricks or if you're just roping a man. Cowgirls are sexy. Well, she, yeah, but if you I saw like one on a corner, you'd have more questions than arousal. I like a girl that can ride a horse, you know? Like yeah, a, but a rope climber. <laughs> I really, I like a nice briny <laughs> vagina that's just been in hot denim for hours. Yeah. yeah. Just dust, and it just in there it just smells like a bad garage. That's what you want, just a horse-chapped woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someone who knows how to bail some hay. <laughs> That's what I need in my life. Well, here's a question: How do rodeo clowns get pussy? I gotta figure. Yeah, I but feel it's like not good pussy. There's gotta be. That's kind of like the the drummer of the rodeo. You know, where yeah, that makes the, sense. There's probably a few girls that are just very into it. You yeah, know what I mean, I mean, comedians get pussy. So you like, get, presumably, you get caught way. cheating with a rodeo clown. There's just a, a face print of makeup on the pillow that you've turned <laughs> upside down before your husband gets home. You're like, <laughs> they use the fucking bottle of seltzer to get her wet. <laughs> <laughs> My husband's coming home. He just jumps in a barrel. <laughs> He's got a squirting flower of lube. <laughs> the husband's chasing him out of the house. He's like, whoa, whoa, just doing waggy lube. <laughs> I tried to make. Oh, this is. A- I tried to make out to Yakety Sax the other night. Oh, Why? Yeah. Just to see if we could. <laughs> But, get, how far did you ended get? Ended up it? laughing too much. It was, it was really, <laughs> really no way to do it. Yakety yak, touch my sack. It was too funny. <laughs> Jesus, it was a good time though. Yeah. Uh, did you grab her tits at least? Yes. That's what you have to do with that song's on. 
Well, mostly what I did was chase her tits between a series of close together doorways <laughs> while they while they changed outfits. They came out and she like, is that a different bra? How is this going on? Is a gorilla on a bike for some reason? Yeah. The Oreos aren't going to get me. <laughs> How did that SS agent get in my butt? This is the worst hookup ever. Uh, right. what, what were the options again? I uh, pretend your dog is lost. Get a man at the park to help you find it. Uh, okay. Paint your name and number on your roof and say, give me a buzz pilot. Bribe a Ferris wheel operator or stand on a street corner with a lasso. I'm going to say, give me a buzz pilot. Give me a buzz pilot seems fake. That is real. The fake one is oh. pretend your dog is lost. Really? Oh. God yeah. damn. That seems logical to me. They're swinging for the fences in the 50s. Yeah. yeah. La- last one. Are you these... show up to a park. You let your dog go. I'm like, oh, That's no. actually not a bad piece yeah, of advice. Yeah, yeah. That's no, why I thought yeah. of it. <laughs> uh, last one. Are these all real or all fake? A, be friendly to ugly men. B, read the obituaries to find eligible widowers. C, uh. point out to him that the death rate for single men is twice that of married men. <laughs> or D, stand in a corner and cry softly. Nothing gets the boils rattled up like stats. I'm going to go those are real because I, I feel like they have to be. I got to go real, yeah. yeah of course they're real. I really just wanted to point out, stand in a corner and cry. So, like, if you really want to get a man to marry you, be a Victorian ghost orphan. Well, <laughs> who forwarded Nicole Buchanan this article is what I want to know. This is like her entire playbook. She's adding and cry softly to all of these techniques. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Paint my roof while crying softly. Jesus Christ. Well, that's Lose. which of the following. Yeah. Beautiful, uh, beautiful. Yeah. Who won? I think we tied. I think we tied as well. You know what that means? Nude arm wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, we'll be right back with all your uh, questions, comments, and voicemails in the Mean Boys mailbag right after this, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to NBC. Thank you for tuning in to 89.9 Non-Player Character Public Radio. This is This Digital Life. I'm your host, the guy in the first town you get to that gives you the map. If you're like me, you probably have a pretty comfortable daily routine. You walk aimlessly in a public place between predetermined locations and then disappear abruptly when it gets dark. You wait around to be interacted with, wondering if the player character will explore your entire conversation tree, all the while quietly hoping they don't pick the phrase that makes you get mad and stop talking to them, therefore dooming you to an eternity of black silence somewhere within the game's code. When your moment in the sun comes, if it even does, you have nothing left to do afterwards but try to think of something new to say when the PC comes back into town after beating the main quest and everyone's dialogue changes for some reason. Or perhaps you're a quest giver. Sure, you've got a few more outcomes to look forward to, but there's always a chance that your quest will be too time-consuming, or too boring, or not rewarding enough for the PC to want to complete. You may be left waiting for the PC to come back, forever. Too distracted by downloadable content and the glory of multiplayer action to fulfill your sole purpose, this callous hound leaves you gazing broken into the distance, like a sailor's wife waiting for eternity for his ship to come into harbor one last time. Maybe you're lucky enough to be a killable character in an open-world game. Those gunned down for the gold in their pocket and the clothes on their back may be the luckiest of all, as they will know the warm embrace of death. Whatever your situation, today we talk about PCD and how it changes us. Player character-induced depression affects nearly a million NPCs, but you are not alone, until they uninstall the game to make room for more porn. Quang! Ladies and gentlemen, the Mean Boys Podcast returns, and it is time for the Mean Boys Mailbag. It's me! This one comes to us from Josh Mang One. Could you call Holden during the episode to just shit on his day? That'd be lovely. I don't know. That seems like a reference to something. That, Holden's some other one people. of the guys from uh, Roundtable of Gentlemen. Okay. Holden Anders Ho. He's our fucking troll that we have. He's a lizard man. He's got a 
growths on his neck. He's very funny, but you know. I've, I've been told Holden is comparable to Tom, like okay. in terms of just function on the show. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, he's a quite he's quite the madman. He speaks from the bottom of his throat. You know, <laughs> oh, that's that's one of the worst places to speak from. Yeah. He's got a band with Marcus. Yeah, I'll, no one wants to call Holden. We, he already ruined one podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, this is not this is not good news for Tom's retirement uh, from the show. Is that, that he'll still be, will be spoken of like this? Yeah, that's rough. Yeah, he's my favorite person in the world. He's getting. I'm marrying him off on St. Patrick's Day in Charlotte next year. Oh, really? Are you going to be the officiate the I'm wedding? Officiating this wedding, so I right. get to make fun. You have of him to get a special. You have him. to get special, like like lizard ordained. I'm. Uh, I've, I've. This is going to be my fourth wedding. I'm uh, ordained by uh, uh, the Universal Life Church, and I'm hors d'oeuvred by the waiters. Ooh. Mm, yums. <laughs> Man, you access the deep reservoir of fat guy noises for that. Mm, yums. Oh, is it chicken or it? I'll have it anyway. Pick a meat. How do you like officiating the wedding? Is that fun? I've always kind of thought that would be fun. It's a blast, man. I always have a good time. You can make fun of the dude as much as you want, but never make fun of the woman. Unless they're good... both women, and then, you know, you can. And in which case, call them dudes on. and make fun of them yeah. both. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, Have you officiated a gay wedding? Yeah, well, my first one was two get lesbians. It, get out of this house! <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> when was this? Was it recent or no? This is years. That was years ago. It was during the Super Bowl in San Francisco. Nothing was gayer. Oh wow! Yeah, that, that is pretty gay. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't have known it was the Super Bowl. Yeah, I feel yeah. like the you know? sun was just a gay anus. <laughs> and they're like the Super Bowl. You mean the guacamole? <laughs> like. <laughs> What? Oh, the football contest. Yeah. Uh, from stories from Roundtable House, sound like a good match for Keith's mom. How long till you two rob a Chuck E. Cheese and murder a murder of crows? Because you know that shit happens when you party naked. I don't know what, what? you're. Get- I don't know what you're getting at there, guy. But I like your spirit. I guess. <laughs> we got a lot of. Uh... Unless he knows what a group of crows is called. Yeah, I think he's just showing off. Uh, I got this text from uh, a friend of the show, Brian Cox. Uh, I don't know what made it happen, but for some reason, I told my girlfriend about a recent episode of Mean Boys while at a fancy restaurant for date night. It fully derailed the date for thirty minutes, and there was a lot of "Why would you tell me those things?" <laughs> I mean, yeah, why Hell would yeah. he do that? Yeah, he just wanted to let us know that we ruined uh, his date. It's, he ruined his date. Yeah, yeah. See, yeah he, this is for the brain. Yeah, that's my thought. Yeah, we do not make a talk to your girlfriend who doesn't listen about it. But like a lot of ladies listen, and we appreciate. Yeah, that, yeah. But, like, any woman who didn't volunteer for this, don't force it on them. You no. know what I mean? Well, and also, this is a show you listen to to exercise these feelings before you have to be a, a member of a polite society. Our show is like sexual choking. If a woman's into it, she's going to let you know. And if she doesn't, you shouldn't be the one to bring it up. Yeah, exactly. It's a pedophile confession ring. Yeah. <laughs> You twist it three times to the left, yeah. and then you put the letter in. I just make sure. But yeah, I mean, pedophile confession ring, just the worst Green Lantern core that there is. It's like we couldn't get one of the red ones with like the, and no, okay. Uh, I have a I membership guess. to the Y, and I don't even work out. <laughs> I'm not Woo! allowed to talk to Robin anymore. <laughs> I can't live near a school. <laughs> All right, uh, we got an email. Hey, me boys, did any of you have any embarrassing screen names in your past? Oh, man. Well, I'm trying to think of the worst one I had. I don't remember. I think my first one was Kung Fu Commando. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, pretty great. It seemed real right. cool at the time. Yeah. What, I, I got this, what I'm doing right now is I'm in this uh, 
this this comedian, a bunch of comedians do a pick'em football league. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I'm in it, and I'm like, oh, fun, you know, well, I'll make, you know, you write a name, you know, you make up a funny pun on football. Right. And then I, no one else did it but me, and I'm so <laughs> mad about it that I just stopped doing my so, picks. So it's just like, you know, Corey Lebowski, and then Ed is just like, uh, yeah, I'm a fucking uh, Colin Capper dick. And everyone's gonna it's get very a... similar. It's a take my knee, please. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> and everyone else is like Jesse Pop. And it's like, fuck you, Jesse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Come my... on, what are we doing here? My... <laughs> Put my your hat to thing. My old one was just a Futurama restaurant. Uh, rest... I almost said restaurant. <laughs> my one was a Futurama reference. It was Gumberkules, which is something that Hermes says. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know why I picked that at all. And then I had uh, my my name, like my fake, uh, the one I would play Dragon Ball RPGs on Beyond was Bada, B-A-D-A. I thought that was a good name for a Saiyan. So yeah, there you go. Those are my embarrassing screen names. That sucks. Yeah, those are pretty bad. Thank you, Mallory Crumbless, for making me remember that. <laughs> hey, Mean Boys, I want to ask a question that I think each Mean Boy can bring their own expertise to. Between Keith's sexual depravity, Connor's love of anime, and Tom's cruelty to the English language, how would each of you describe a sexual encounter you've had if it was written as an English translation of anime porn? Good luck. Keep up the good work. Mike in Minneapolis. I don't know exactly what you want me to do here. Yeah, yeah, Like, uh, number one American fat man make ruin vagina. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't really know. Yeah, he just wants us to do uh, Japanese accents and get in trouble. Yeah, oh, oh, this is bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> nice try with a fully articulated R, sir. Oh, it, it is a me, Ed Larson, doing this. Number one. Number one super American Japan guy. Oh, Ed Larson, me so Japanese. It is, it is me, Honorable Ed Larson, after have sex, bedsheet look like napkin on top of fresh pizza. Oh, <laughs> I uh, regret uh, committing to this bit. <laughs> I would also like to point out that I think mine is not offensive because he sounds more like Watto from Star Wars. We used yeah. to do, I, I loved, uh, remember Roku boxes? Yeah. I used to only, every time I turned it on, I'm like, oh, Roku. <laughs> you but, like HBO. <laughs> <laughs> I've talked about this on the show before. My favorite thing to do is, like, I, I was on a road trip with my buddy, and I just started doing my impression of a Japanese man who is furious at stand-up comedian Hari Kondabalu. Hari oh. <laughs> <laughs> Kondabalu! <laughs> There's this old fucking Chris D'Elia bit, and it's just him as a Japanese man trying to say McDonald's. Oh, it's shit. the funniest shit. He's just, Makoto Dano do. And he just does it for like forty five seconds, and it's just hilarious. It's just fun. I don't know. It's, yeah. I don't. It's on like Lopez tonight. You know? uh, the good old days two years ago. Uh, yo, mean boys! I've been putting off studying for an exam recently by playing shitty mobile games and listening to an old podcasts. And it's finally giving me the time to really absorb it. You know. Anyway, this led me to having to explain to my girlfriend why I was cry laughing at the phrase "girth thirst," amongst other horrific jams. Love what you guys do. Keep up the good work. Fuck everything. God is dead. Oh, I should have read that beforehand. That was just nice. But thank you. Ah. Yeah, that was that was a nice one. Uh, you guys, I'm incredibly curious about if the three of you would ever be willing to come to High Ridge, Missouri. No. Probably not. Yeah. I'll go to a better part of Missouri, and you can drive. Yeah. That's yeah, kind of generally how these wait, things yeah, work. Yeah, like, what, what a weird... Will you come to the, the ship, my house, 
I'll, de- I'll, I'll definitely go to Joplin, but I, I'm not going to High Ridge, Missouri. I got three friends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Honestly, we booked the show on less. <laughs> you kind of got to, if you live if you live in that middle of nowhere-ish, you kind of got to resign yourself to being fucked and driving four yeah. hours to see That's the things it, you want to see. We're, we're already starting to plan our tour for early next year. We're going to get as close to wherever the hell you are as possible. Yeah, we're, we're going to go back out there. We're going to start locking dates in and just advance those way ahead of time so you guys can make plans. And uh, yeah, we will hang out with you after. We'll make it worth the trip. Yeah. We always, we always have an, a fun party. Uh, I'm such a big fan of your show. I first came across Keith and Connor on the roast of April O'Neil. I can't believe anyone actually watched that. And Tom on the episode titled Gorilla Vicodin. <laughs> Hit me back when you can. Love you. Love you too, man. There you go. Yeah, stay tuned on the <laughs> April O'Neil thing, by the way. There may be another porn roast uh, brewing. Yeah. April O'Neil was a porn roast? It wasn't a Ninja Turtle thing? Well, that, uh, well, no, she took her name from the Ninja yeah. Turtles. Oh, okay. Yeah, we, well, we did 10-inch mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, and they're just, they have big... Yeah, the, we basically flew to Vegas and just made fun of a porn star while we watched her terrifying movies. Yeah. <laughs> she's called April O'Neil. She is. Yeah, yeah she's are called, you not familiar? I'm not familiar. Oh, no. buddy, have yourself a time. Yeah, oh, she's she's really cool. I'm with Instagram friends. Yeah. You know? She's funny. She's just like, well, here's here's me having tits next to Fortnite. Is this what you guys want? <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, Red, Red Dead Erection, I think, just came out. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad they're still hard at work over at the... Well, it's basically like... The a good shit. people at Wood Rocket, their business model is, we bought a bunch of funny hats, and then we'll just... Put them on that on you while you get fucked. And was, then was, it'll be like that TV thing you like. I was just walking around. I was like, "Do you care if I try on the Majin Buu helmet?" And they're like, "Yeah, if you don't mind coming your hair." And I was like, "Not really." <laughs> Again, yeah. It's what do you think I conditioned with? Yeah, of course I want to be Piccolo. I'm I'm in Las Vegas at three in the afternoon. There's nothing else to do. Let's <laughs> hit these voicemails. All right, we got some voicemails here. Let's uh, let's see this one. I don't know if you know this, but I drive a uh, 2014 Kia Optima. So you can say I'm doing pretty good for myself. But I just want to say I love the will-they-won't-they chemistry between uh, Keith and Connor. (laughs) And I think by season six, they'll be married. And, you know, that's fucking beautiful. Yeah, we're really the Ross and Rachel of podcasting. Yeah, that's know? one of the most heartfelt and least upsetting people. Just going, why aren't you guys gay fucking? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do get a lot of those. And I'm like, if they look, if they made that pill, I'd take it tomorrow. But you definitely talk about how crazy your fans are. But so far, they're just very nice. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> well you're missing like, well, like you know, they're being well behaved the one week you come in. You're missing when we've gotten voicemails about like, here's a fun joke about when my wife had a miscarriage on a carnival ride. Like, <laughs> yeah, the fucking the gravitron. Incident. Oh, that was that was a good one. That was a real one. Where this? Did she go upside down on the gravitron? Uh, the the baby went some some kind of bad direction. Yeah. Well, well, you're not baby, supposed to do it. Yeah. Well, they know that now. I mean, like, everyone knew it before. Well, it's not a- ever. <laughs> apparently, what, look, one in, I don't know, three-ninths of a person didn't know that. Uh, how old was the baby? Did he give you that info? What? Was it a fresh baby? No, or? no, no. It was... Still in her, yeah. Yeah, How yeah. The fetus. How old oh, the fetus? I don't know, man. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I didn't Details. Really. <laughs> <laughs> so weird to ask. Well, I guess. this way, it was far along enough that it was like a whole thing when it wasn't a baby anymore. Well, oh. that, that, yeah, that, I, I, and she didn't know she was pregnant because I don't think she'd be like, "Well, I have a life inside me. Time to put myself into a human automatic card shuffler." <laughs> you know? Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> as long as she didn't know. know. Yeah. 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 All right, well, we got a two-minute one about a hurricane if we want to listen to that. I love hurricanes. Yeah, let's do this one and then wrap it up. Hey, boys, it's the buffoon from the lagoon. Uh, this guy's a regular character. <laughs> yeah, the goon from the lagoon. The buffoon from the lagoon. You know, and he, he talks like a King of the Hill side character. He's awesome. So, let me give you an update. Uh, everything's, I mean, it's, it's nowhere near close to what it used to be by any means, but, I mean, there, there's a lot of folks that are really rallying around, and they're 
you know, really shaping, you know, Lynn Haven and Mexico Beach and Port St. Joe and all that around here back up. And then I'll, you know, I don't know, it's just, it's, it's kind of heartwarming to see the folks can rally around like this, but, I mean, you, ain't, you, you still got your assholes that are trying to, you know, buy ice for cheap outside, like where I live, and then take it over there and sell it for high prices, but we, uh, we take care of them in the Alligator Dave way, so to speak. You kill them? Alligator <laughs> yeah, I- well, Dave is a character that's sort of similar to this guy that appears on the podcast. And he's, we take care of them in the Alligator Dave sort of way, which if you know anything about the Alligator Dave's backstory, it's violent <laughs> yeah, and gross. Well, yeah, this, this started as like a heartwarming, yeah, we're rallying around hurricane victims, and then it just real quick de- detoured to murder. <laughs> I don't think he's, just, well, he's, you know, you guys, he's a buffoon from the lagoon. He's not a murderer. You know, he's All probably, right, yeah, look, we're, we, we ain't telling nobody. Probably just gives him a good dressing down. I, I do appreciate the support and everything. Thing that you know you, you might have done just on chance, but as <clears throat> you know, good looking out, fellas, and you know th- things are like I said, you know they're starting to shape up. But man, there's one thing you can't fix, and that's panhandle activities. <laughs> just folks are assholes. It's, but we're going. There's one it. thing you can't fix, and it's panhandle activities. <laughs> we, we, we go now to resident Florida expert Ed Larson. <laughs> Can you confirm that you cannot, quote, fix panhandle activities? <laughs> Certainly can't. Uh, you ever... <laughs> I remember when Katrina... You can take the pan off the handle, but you're going to burn your hand. That's... <laughs> Anytime you see a man who looks like Ed in a tracksuit, they are about to commit panhandle activities. <laughs> I remember I was living in Tallahassee during Katrina, and uh, we were doing a big murder fish show at the same exact time. And all of the beer that was supposed to go to uh, New Orleans got rerouted to Tallahassee. <laughs> <laughs> and so we just got fucking hammered for a month. Oh, hell They were yeah. selling 20 packs for $4. <laughs> <laughs> I remember our wedding going, whoa! Hell oh, shit. What the fuck was that? That, that was, was my, the fucking karma police coming yeah. to kill me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was... Oh, shit, New Orleans is at the door. They want yeah. all their beer back. That was God going, watch it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, like, guys. I was fine with pedophile, pedophile confession hour, but <laughs> I was with you on the bat kid stuff. I hate that guy. But, but stealing but beer from hurricane victims, stealing beer from New Orleans. What are you, the devil? <laughs> Sounds like his work. <laughs> they also have a lot of yeah, uh, in Sop Choppy, Florida. That got hit real hard with the hurricane. I was thinking about them. Are they, uh, That's they, another fun thing to say as a Japanese man. Sop Choppy, Sop Choppy. Zup Chubby Florida! Oh, fun. yeah, yeah. You're right. <laughs> but they have a worm grunting festival there. Uh-huh. They basically what could that these, possibly mean? They put these tubes uh, into the ground and they just grow <laughs> into the tube. And then uh, they uh, and then worms come out of the ground because they're scared. And then they kill them. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Is this town. Every resident of South Choppy, Florida is Shrek. <laughs> Population, 20,000 Shreks. Well, this is now reminding me of the patchy, patchy, clappy product that Jessica and I what is this? became obsessed with a few years ago. This is a Japanese product. This is one of the more Japanese things I've ever seen, but I still don't know what the item is. Yeah, it's a little thing you hold in your hand and you pull the trigger and he claps. I feel like you could just clap. No, nah, but this guy does it for you. Man, I know they come in every color and it's just a practicality thing, but that black one 
It's a bummer. The black one looks like Jinx from Pokemon. Like, that's a little racist. Yeah. I mean, they all somehow look racist, but the black one's the only one you can put your finger well, on. Well, it's got a, it's got like a multicultural, every different color, patchy, patchy, flappy message, but... It's like two sets of murdering labias. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus right. Anyway, back to this guy's hurricane. Oh, man, they had the red tide there. You hear about this? No. The red tide in Florida, like all this crazy algae killing all the fish. Right. And when the hurricane came through, it lifted up the red tide out of the water and then sprayed it all over the land. So all the fresh water got the red tide. And then the red tide hit the ground and it was like fucking tear gas, they said. Holy shit. It just rained death? It basically rained death on this guy's town. So you know, give them, they got to run some people out of town. <laughs> that's gonna happen. No, that's fair. Yeah, no, Alligator Dave Justice holds sway, man. Yeah, let's so let's just go. Uh, Ed's Cliff notes here: you can hit a go with a hammer, and yeah. sometimes martial law is appropriate in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> These are just things he believes, and I, I can't find him on it. I'm no expert. Brandon right. martial law. All right, here we go. Let's finish this up. Um, shift, shift your support that way, man. Like you know, we're we're tougher and. Fucking, you know, shit. <laughs> Tougher than my mama's tits over here, so we're okay. We're gonna get through it, but man, those folks are definitely gonna need help now. And, I mean, it might be beyond my reach to get out there, but I'm gonna try it. Do what I can from over here. Hopefully, one of these motherfuckers never gets near y'all, because this shit sucks, man. Like, it really brings out the best and worst in folks, and it's. I'd really just rather deal with assholes. <laughs> All right, fellas. Hope y'all have a good one. Tom, look Keith right in the eye and tell him you're never going to cage me. Be easy, fellas. Bye. All right, well, I'm putting Tom in a cage. Uh, thank you for keeping checking in and, I don't know, handling shit during uh, the Mad I know, Max yeah, hurricane. I, we, we tease you, but your altruism really is very inspiring. Yeah, uh, I mean, I feel bad because I don't really know. If you, if you tell I don't know us, what to do, If yeah. you tell us who we can, like, tell people to give money to that will help your specific situation. Fuck that, we got the fires. What's up? Those flints ain't their first hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, Ed is going to fly to whatever the swamp you're dying in and take your wallets, but... Yeah, well, I just, I just got a new, uh, a couple new reports on hurricane justice, and apparently fire uh, covers rocks, so I don't know <laughs> what to tell you guys. Dude, yeah, hit, we'll, we'll hit you up, send us a link to somewhere we can uh, tell people to put money, and we'll put it in the show notes and shit. Uh, Fucking I, I, I had a crisis of morality because of the fires. I'm driving back from my gig at UC Santa Barbara, and I get rerouted around them, you know. So I'm taking, right. like, service streets and there's a little detour. And I, I drive past this one intersection where I see there's very clearly a shitload of bottled waters and Gatorade left out for firefighters and people, like, fleeing their homes. Right. And I'm like... Oh, they got every color of Gatorade. They got light blue. They got green. They got red. They, they got, got that weird cucumber one. They got all your favorites. All right, and they and it's cold out, so they're a nice like just below room temperature, crisp and cold. And I'm like, I mean, they're not going to miss one Gatorade. And I was like, oh, you can't take the firefighters' Gatorade. You Connor. took it, and we both know you took it. I didn't take it. There was an Arco down the street. I just bought one, but uh, I, I did have to tell everyone so I could feel good about myself. So that's that's my compromise. You saw the fireman's yes. Gatorade, and you decided not to steal it. That's the kindest thing Connor did this month is not rob a fireman. Yeah. 
I felt pretty good about that. Well, Ed Larson, thank you for joining us on the show. Tell us what they're uh, what, what you're working on, where people can check out all your shit. Uh, I, have a, I have a sneaking suspicion you'll be a big hit with the Mean Boys listening audience. Oh, yeah. uh, man, thank you. It was so much fun being here. I love Dude, this as, soon, as soon as we started hanging out more and working together, I was like, Ed has got to come on the show. He's going to be phenomenal. Yeah. Is, so we really uh, appreciate you This is just like our old show, Roundtable Gentlemen, which is still up. Please go listen to it if you haven't <laughs> listened to it. Yeah. Uh, I, it's, you guys are beautiful. I love this. And listen to The Brighter Side. It's a show that Keith will be on soon. Yeah, yeah, apparently, and uh, and Nicole Buchanan will be on. It's a show I host with uh, Amber Nelson. Oh, cool! Oh, fuck yeah, yeah Amber's great. We yeah. want to get her on here. Actually, yeah, we've been hosting this for years. So, nice. yeah, you'll you see work her on Thick Skin with Jeff too, right? Thick Skin with Jeff Ross. You it's know, you can, you can always listen to that. And then uh, historical roasts, bumping mics, anything Jeff Ross. I'm I am involved somehow. <laughs> and uh, go and uh, murder fist videos. Those things are yeah. timeless. Oh yeah, those are fucking. I posted great. one of those on Facebook when I uh, played you were that. coming on. And if you guys have never watched Murder Fist, go watch The Doll Maker by Murder Fist. It's one of the funniest fucking things I've ever seen. Oh, in my yeah, life. We'll, we'll tweet it with the episode when it comes. Yeah, out. absolutely. People should oh, definitely yeah. check that, that out. Sounds great. Yeah, man. yeah and for, yeah, watch Historical Roast next year. We'll try to we'll, we'll, closer when it comes out. We'll try to get as many of the writers together to talk shit about it. That'll be great. It. That It'll we can actually talk about it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We've, we've been like skirting around what we can and can't say. But. Yeah. We did not roast Grover Cleveland. Sadly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Season two. Season two. Uh, right. you, don't, you don't even know. I, I used to have a, like a four-minute bit about Grover Cleveland that uh, Orange <laughs> County comics make me do. <laughs> it's my favorite bit. The road gigs. All right, gang. Uh, uh, fucking coming up. Uh, headlining the Crow's Nest in Santa Cruz uh, on the uh, 25th of November. Uh, bringing Tom and Nicole with me. That'll be fun. Uh, back at the Madhouse, uh, uh, November 27th. And I have some kind of kooky gig in Oceanside, December 1st. So there's a lot of opportunities to watch me uh, a half-assed show in San Diego. Uh, the 15th, I'm back at the Madhouse again. Uh, the 21st, I'm headlining the rec room in Huntington Beach with Keith. Uh, the 27th through the 29th, that's when I'm at the Windsor Comedy Festival in Canada. I forget what part of Canada that's in, but uh, you guys got Google, and yeah, I'll be plugging it. And uh, Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento uh, the first weekend of January next year. So come uh, fucking uh, see your boy. Yeah, November 27th, uh, all three Mean Boys will be doing stand-up at the Good Bar in San Diego. Uh, November, nope, not November. Uh, December 2nd through 8th is going to be Snark Week. Uh, and then I've got some other stuff later in December, but I'll plug that close to it. All right. Cool. Thanks for listening, everybody. Fuck everything. God is dead. Oh,